0: Is Enbridge stock a buy now? We're gonna perform an ENB stock analysis like Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time. While he doesn't own Enbridge, his company Berkshire Hathaway owns a lot of pipeline assets. We'll reverse engineer his decision-making process to look at the most telling business numbers. Before we estimate not one, not two, but three fair values for Enbridge, you're gonna to want to watch till the end because our rating may surprise you. Along the way, there's going to be a key bonus metric that just might be the tipping point when analyzing Enbridge for your stock portfolio. So is Enbridge a potential opportunity? Right now, Enbridge stock trades for $33.51 per share. They've had a rough year to date. So far, they're down 17% while the S&P 500 is up 10%. These returns aren't all for shareholders. Right now, Enbridge pays a huge 8.09% dividend yield. This beats the market's yield over this time. These dividends are added to the return in their stock price. In the last five years, Enbridge's stock is about flat. With dividends, their stock is up. In the last decade, Enbridge is down 24.5%. However, when we go back before the global financial crisis, in the last 18.5 years, Enbridge has compounded at 5% annually. When we include the company's dividends, they actually beat the market over this time. That's pretty surprising given their recent performance. But the burning question is, why should we be paying close attention to Enbridge? Right now, the company trades just $2.5 above their 52-week low. They're down $8 from their 52-week high. Their stock price really doesn't move by a ton. How big is Enbridge? They're a big company with a $69 billion market cap. They use a lot of debt, so they have a $134 billion enterprise value. Enbridge owns extensive midstream assets that transport hydrocarbons across the United States and Canada. Its pipeline network consists of the Canadian mainline system, regional oil sands pipelines, and natural gas pipelines. The company also owns and operates a regulated natural gas utility and Canada's largest natural gas distribution company. Finally, the firm has a small renewables portfolio primarily focused on onshore and offshore wind projects. Enbridge is owned by just one super investor with Torrey funds having a very small position in the company. Now, with that understanding, let's dive deep into their numbers. Metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. A normal business earns 7% returns on capital. When we look for a benchmark that's double this, we can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the business. As a pipeline company, a regulated utility, and a natural gas distributor. Enbridge is not going to have very high returns on capital, they have a ton of tangible assets which can hold these returns down. We would have been satisfied with a 9% return for Enbridge, instead they earn returns in the mid single digits. When they are averaged out, Enbridge earns 5.4% returns in a given year. That's below a normal company, this means this is an X on metric number 1. Metric number 2, we want sales and free cash flow growth. These both will need to be up for this to be a check. In this time Enbridge has grown their sales just by 5.5%. Surprisingly, the company's free cash flows have more than doubled. That comes from both lower capex, and they also had a benefit from restructuring. As a natural gas company, Enbridge did see their revenues decline in 2020. Since then, these have been increasing. These are both up. It's our first check of the day on metric number two. Metric number three, we want their shares to be going down. In the last five years, Enbridge has not bought back shares. Instead, they've issued more shares. They completed a merger for Spectra Energy in 2017. This was an all-stock deal that increased their shares outstanding by 17%. Enbridge historically has grown a lot through acquisitions. They haven't bought back shares in recent years. Instead, they return capital to shareholders through their dividends. Because of this, their shares outstanding are up. It's an X on metric number three. Metric number four, we're putting our previous metrics together. Here we want free cash flow per share growth. Even though Enbridge issued new shares and diluted shareholders, Their free cash flows have more than doubled over this time. This means their free cash flows per share have grown. It's a check on metric number four. So far, through four metrics, we're split evenly. We have two checks and two Xs for Enbridge. Before we look at the company's balance sheet and estimate their fair values, why don't we check in on our bonus? Right now, Enbridge pays a huge, market-beating 8.09% dividend yield, but is it safe and can this grow in the future? That's what we want to learn through our bonus. We want Enbridge to support their dividends using their free cash flows in each of the last five years. However, this has not been the case. Enbridge has not supported the dividends that they pay out, both common and preferred, using their free cash flows. Instead, the company has relied on other sources of capital to fuel these dividends. This includes asset sales and taking on debt in order to keep increasing these dividend payouts. That's something you really need to keep an eye on, as their dividends are not supported by the business internally. Enbridge's dividends may be risky. They're not supported, meaning they might not be safe. This is an X on our bonus. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses or even go broke. Metric number five, we want their net debt to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five years. Enbridge has added on net debt over this time. They increased their net debt from $47 billion in 2018 to $59 billion today. At the same time, Enbridge only produced $15 billion of free cash flow. That's way below their debt, just about a quarter of this. They generated $4.9 billion of free cash flow last year. Today they generated $6.3 billion in their last 12 months. Even when we project that in the future, it's not enough to cover their debt. This is an on metric number 5. Keep in mind there may be reasons why Enbridge can afford to have these high debt loads. You want to understand how this debt is structured, when it matures, and if there are any covenants associated with the debt. This will play a key role for Enbridge. As a pipeline company with contractual revenues and a lot of fixed tangible assets, they may be able to support more debt in their business as you could think of them along the lines of being a real estate operator, although there are key differences. Still, Enbridge uses a lot of debt even compared to their peers. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Enbridge's average free cash flows divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. This is the first way we'll use Enbridge's free cash flows to estimate their fair value. Enterprise value adds their net debt and their market cap. It looks at Enbridge like a private business. Right now Enbridge has a $132.5 billion enterprise value. In the last 5 years, we learned they generated $15 billion of free cash flow. This means they generate $3 billion in an average year. When we divide that by their enterprise value, we get a 2.3% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Currently, the company produced $6.3 billion in their last 12 months. When we divide that by their enterprise value, we get a 5.1% current yield. That's just above the risk premium we want. These yields are split on either side of the risk premium we want. This means this is an axon metric number 6. This is just the first of three ways we'll estimate their value. You're going to want to watch till the end as our rating may surprise you. Everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze Enbridge. This takes us to use a discounted cash flow model to estimate Enbridge's fair value per share. A DCF model is based on the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any field, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. We'll start with an average of their free cash flows in their last three years, then we'll use historical assumptions to grow these into the future. Keep in mind Enbridge has not been predictable in their past, even as a pipeline business. In part, this is due to their high debt loads and how they fuel their growth through acquisitions. If we assume they grow their free cash flows at 1% annually in each of the next 10 years, then in the following decade we'll assume that their free cash flows are flat. We'll add in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. If we want a market beating 15% rate of return like Warren Buffett. At today's valuations an estimate of Enbridge's fair value per share is around $16. Please keep some key points in mind. This discount rate is an estimate of total returns to shareholders based on these free cash flows. It already includes their big 8.09% dividend yield. We would not be doubly counting that. Their multiples are something to consider as well. Enbridge trades for 15 times price to owner earnings. In the last 10 years, their median has been 32 times, so they're at half their valuations. The big caveat to this is that the company's stock price has been down over the last 10 years. Their dividends have been the only positive returns to shareholders, so this multiple contraction may have been warranted. It's also had a lot to do with the declines in their stock price. Compared to their historical multiples, Guru Focus ranks Enbridge as fairly valued, with an estimated value of around $36 per share, slightly above today's stock price. This likely isn't that accurate because Enbridge hasn't been predictable in their past. This may be skewed for the business. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with your financial advisor before you make any investment decision. We've learned a lot about the numbers that Warren Buffett cares about, but it's really the qualities of a business that matter more. Let's learn what these business qualities are for Enbridge before we triangulate a fair value and give our rating. We're going to start with a long thesis. Number one, Enbridge is the liquids-focused version of gas-oriented Williams in terms of an attractive, highly regulated, utility-like earnings profile. Number two, the cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline puts Enbridge in a leading position to capture new organic pipeline expansions to serve the unmet need from producers. Number three, Enbridge just entered into a deal for $14 billion to acquire three new utilities. This would create the largest natural gas utility franchise in North America. But it's not all sunshine and roses. Let's look at a short thesis as well. Number one, due to its size and profile, Enbridge is a lightning rod for ESG related legal and stakeholder challenges across its assets, including lines three, five, and it even has a small stake in the troubled Dakota Access Pipeline. Number two, Enbridge's pipeline carries substantial amounts of oil produced in the Canadian oil sands, one of the least environmentally friendly sources of production. Number three, Enbridge has yet to build a Modi Renewables business risking its capital investment here over the next few years. The company's CEO also stated they're not considering a split of their utilities and pipelines businesses. This was issued just a month before they announced their utility acquisitions. Now it's the moment you've been waiting for which may come as a surprise. Let's talk through our rating. So far in our analysis of Enbridge stock ticker ENB, While the company checks just two of our six boxes on our select six analysis, we learn this company is a stable and steady pipeline and utility natural gas operator. They've grown historically through acquisitions, most recently having a big acquisition in 2017. While the company's free cash flows have more than doubled in their last five years, it doesn't look like they support their big dividend yield, which could put their dividend at risk and be something that dividend or income investors really want to look at thoroughly. Enbridge also uses a ton of debt even compared to other pipeline operators. That's something that's critical to understand for the company. Their free cash flow yields look split on either side of the 10-year treasury. In our analysis, we've looked at three different methods to calculate Enbridge's fair value. When we average these out, we get a fair value of around $25 per share if you want a market beating rate of return. That's down $8 from their current stock price. It also includes their dividend yield. When we combine their qualities with their numbers, Enbridge looks like an interesting candidate for more research. Dig into the company and learn more. If you enjoyed today's ENB stock analysis, like it, subscribe to the channel for more, and watch this next video on screen.